hello and welcome back to another podcast, a new episode. Um, today is uh, a bit special because we have a guest on, which uh, we're going to introduce in just a second. But first off, um, Chris, hello and welcome back to a new episode. How are you doing? Thank you. Well, that was a good intro this week. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Very natural. Which About we, time. Yes, we, we finally, you finally nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> but today, as I said, is, uh, it's going to be fun because we have a woman on, a good friend of mine. Uh, her name is Tatiana. I know you're here. So hello and welcome to the call. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey. Hi, Tatiana. Hey. It's nice to hear both of your voices here. And it's nice, nice to meet you. All right. And do you want to tell, um, I mean, the listeners, uh, just a little something about you, just so that they can connect with you a bit? Yeah, well, I am a 27-year-old woman who lives in Stockholm, Sweden. And I have, I want to say, yeah, I've healed, I've healed a lot of uh, different things. Uh, everything from asthma, eczema to... Yeah, eating disorders and all kinds of stuff uh, through just uh, deep diving into the holistic world. And I am just deeply fascinated by, um, yeah, the spiritual approach to life. And uh, I just have uh, so many questions about life and uh, not so many answers. And uh, then... <laughs> Uh, I, I met Jasper in Norshopping and he told me about you and I was instantly intrigued. And uh, so here we are now. Um, and I'm really looking forward to having this conversation with you. So you might give me some clarity about some of the remaining questions I have. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And if I can offer any clarity at all, then that will that'll be the purpose of this. Oh, thank you. And thank you for being here. So, Jesper, I'll hand it back over to you and you can take over. Hello again. <laughs> yeah, to, for this podcast, I'm going to try to kind of stay in the background for the most part and let you guys do the talking since mm -hmm. we have a guest. Um, but but uh, when you have asked your questions and you feel like if you don't feel like you have any more, then I have some questions I would like to ask both of you guys. Uh, but first off, uh, Tatjana, just go for the questions you have and uh, let's see what kind of answers we get today from Chris. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, well, first off, uh, I believe that we all have to have something that we strive for in life or believe in to be able to go to sleep at night and wake up in the morning and to, yeah, to just to be able to live. And the human is so complex and we become increasingly aware of our own existence. So we can manifest things in our life and have all this power, but we have not been taught how to utilize this power that we have inside of us. So we have endless opportunities in front of us today. And yet we become paralyzed from all of these different options. And... Uh, so I want to continue to evolve and create, but I can't seem to like stick to one thing. Mm -hmm. And in return, it feels like I'm always missing out. 
So I feel so sure about what I want to do one second and, and the next I feel lost all again. So my question is like, how do you, uh, how do I stick to one thing? Should I just wait until I feel an urge so strong that I can't ignore it? Or should I just try something that I might like? I feel you're probably doing that already in a sense that you're in a, a part of your life where you're being deeply experimentative with uh, with everything. So you're trying out different things and seeing how they feel to you and going in different directions. And with some of these directions, some of them might be quite short-lived and other ones that you like or you feel more in alignment with, you're going to go deeper into them just as a natural response to you to you being in that action. I hear your question and I, I feel a lot of us, most of us are probably looking for this. What's this one thing that I have to focus on and that I have to do and that will just be something that I can be with for the rest of my life just to settle into. And I don't feel like life is ever going to be that easy for most of us. And I feel so much of our knowing ourselves, so much of our unraveling as individuals is actually achieved through doing things that we don't like or that we discover are not for us. Um, and it's something that I see quite a lot in, in people that come to me for the work that I do. They kind of want to know the perfect direction now without having to go out and try everything on first. So I feel like that's a gift. Like that's where we learn so much by getting wrapped up in things that aren't for us and then knowing that they're not for us. And what I hear underneath your words or what I feel underneath your words is that for you as an individual energetically, you really feel you need grounding in something. You need that for some sense of security and for your health and for your mind and your emotions and all of that. So maybe you're looking to a certain thing to ground you rather than actually having the grounding being how you're relating to all these things you're doing. Have it be your home first. Is that clear the way I'm expressing it? Kind of. It's, it's kind of exactly that. And, and at the same time, the exact opposite because, okay, I just have, like yesterday I went to bed and when I was, little I always have this fear of dying every time I went to sleep you know this falling feeling you have when you go to sleep I always felt like holy shit I'm gonna die like because I always felt like I had nothing to hold on to I had no belief no faith in anything I just lived my life being a child uh, I, I never learned about all of these energetic things so I was always constantly afraid of going to sleep and then I found faith in uh, something more like uh, the universe. I found faith in the universe a couple of years ago, and since then it it has become increasingly like more. It has become easier to fall asleep at night. And then yesterday, before I went to sleep, I was like, "Screw this! Okay, I'm just not gonna have any plans for the future. I don't. I don't even like. I was so confused about everything yesterday before I went to bed. I was. Because I'm a vegan, for instance, and I was even thinking about starting to eat meat again. And I was like, I had no faith in anything. And so I felt this fear creeping up inside of me. Just the same feeling as I had when I was a kid. Like yeah. I was afraid to go to sleep because I was, it was almost as if 
if I go to sleep now and I don't have something in this human body that I believe in or like strongly feel attached to, then I might just like die in my sleep and then like never come back because, and that's why I feel like it's so important to have something in life that we believe in something that can ground us, as you say, uh, here in this human body. But you have that. So that we can wake up again the next morning. But you have that. You, you have your body. You have your vehicle here for this life. This is what we're here to ground into. So the panic that comes up in you or the fact that all this destabilization happens in you is because the mind takes over and it just starts to run with this, all this analytical thought streams of you trying to figure stuff out and, and get things certain and nail it down. And what actually happens is you leave the safety of your physical felt sense in that moment. Mm-hmm. And now you feel the lacking in your container. And this creates a lot of fear, but you, you have what you're supposed to have here, which is your body. This is what we need to focus on grounding down into, because you're right. You could go to sleep one night and you may never wake up again, but that's going to happen anyway. <laughs> yeah, that you're, you're afraid of something that's going to happen. But it's not necessarily going to happen tonight, and it's not necessarily going to happen in the next 50 years. But we never know that. And, and I know it's easy to say that, but this is where refocusing our energetic attention is very, uh, it's very crucial in our internal health. Because this stream of thought that comes up in you that kind of tips you over into this abyss of you know where am i what am i what is this all about what happens when we die am i going to die and all of this is coming from you leaving your house leaving your home it's not so much about your external beliefs it's not so much about your external attachments because you're attached to nothing anyway Because again, you can be taken away in any moment. But what you do have here is your grounding rod. It's physical, it's flesh, it's muscles, it's sinews, and it's of the earth. It's like our tree. So the more that we can be in it and sink down into it and have little techniques and little practices that we can do in order to really hold ourselves in it, the more all of this... uh, franticness kind of fizzles away and we can settle more into the embodiment of this life. And this destabilization can also come at different times, different seasons, different moon phases, depending on you and your sensitivity and just how you're designed and how you're put together. Uh, This can always, always be changing. So it's not so much about trying to work with the specifics of what's going on. It's, it's having something in place that keeps you in your body, that keeps you grounded in yourself. And that also allows you to feel your way through these things. Because what I feel from you is, is fear when you don't have a structure to commit to. And when there's some element of structure that you feel good about and that you believe in and that you feel like is uh, supporting you and keeping you safe, know this allows you to really be here embodied. So it's got to be about you 
re-identifying with your body. And not just as a body, but as a physical container that is here to serve the purpose of keeping you attached to the physical plane. Mm. Because that's what this life is for. In my experience, that's what this life is for. Maybe not for other people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and it's, it's always interesting when... Uh, when I'm having these types of conversations or any type of communication with a woman because as I'm engaging with you, I'm feeling you very much energetically shifting and changing and responding. Uh, so it becomes a very different type of conversation than if I'm just having this conversation with a man because of the natural polarity that exists. But I really feel your longing to drop your shoulders and sink down to, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to melt. That's what I really feel in my body from, from your beingness as a man, as we're having this, this engagement, I'm, I'm feeling your tension in different parts and your longing just to, just to let it go and shake it up mm. because you are safe as long as you're safe. And then when you're no longer safe, you're no longer safe. <laughs> Wow, I I love that you said like drop your shoulders because everyone knows that like I always say that I am I'm so tense in my shoulders and I feel like I just, uh-huh. you know have this constant like yeah tension and I do I just want to relax my shoulders I want I just mm-hmm. want to have faith in uh, and trust like trust that it's all 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 right I'm just trying to uh, have everything figure out Uh, and I love I love how in touch uh, with your femininity you are because you as a man I mean say saying these things that just it just amazes me because it means that you you also feel a lot I mean I know that women feel a lot but I'm not so used to men having these kinds of uh, I mean this strong connection that you seem to have with your body and your feelings and and my feelings that you even feel me from across the world it's just amazing and uh, this just gives me a little bit more hope because I I understand that there's truly a higher power out there uh, bringing people like us together and working to it's like the universe is trying to heal itself uh, yeah, mm-hmm. in a way through us. Yeah. Well, thank you for that reflection. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, and just realizing that <clears throat> so much of your <clears throat> your tension and your trepidation in your body in these different moments is almost because you're also not being seen. In this case, you also mentioned your experience with men. You're not being seen by your polar opposite, by the frequency that's here, who is supposed to be able to see so they can actually clear the space, keep the space settled and and, uh, safe in whatever terms those mean for you. But as a woman, if you're not being seen in the way that we're engaging right now, it's difficult to relax because you suddenly stop trusting everything because you're not being met anywhere. 
So just a simple act of two people showing up together and being vulnerable and sensitive and having at least done some of their own work to the point where they can meet one another, that is so much of this medicine. Mm. Nothing really needs to be said. It's just the connection between two people that allows everything to kind of be clarified on its own because you feel the clarification in your body. So I just wanted to speak to that part of it so people don't assume or uh, they don't think that all of this is complicated because it's not. It's very, very simple in its deepest essence and what we're needing and what we're looking for. And for me as a man engaging with you as a woman, it's very evident what you're asking for. So again, dropping those shoulders and breathing down into the body and allowing yourself to surrender to your own body. Let your own body hold you. Because that will do so much of what you need. And you deserve it. Thank you. I was, uh, like, because why I asked that question um, from, like, in the beginning um, about sticking to one thing. I know we, we kind of, like, uh, uh, steered into another, like, topic. But but I, I'm, I'm just... Uh, I'm curious because I, I, it's not that I'm not happy with my life. I love my life. I love who I am, but I know that I can, when it comes to work, I'm at this, at a, I'm at the workplace uh, where I have five male colleagues or five male colleagues and I'm the only woman, <laughs> which I have no, yeah, but I have no problem with that because I feel like it's like the universe put me there also to like to, to help and create a balance with my feminine energy and and and, uh, and also that these men make me feel safe in a way uh, they may not see me like mm, like see through my soul and just see me like you as you do but they 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 see me and they appreciate me we appreciate each other it's all love even though we're all so different from each other yeah i really feel like one one of the of, one of one in the gang like but the, the, here's the thing. I also work with teenagers because we work at a youth recreation center with teenagers. And these are kids, like tough kids from the suburb, uh, which can be, so it can be very demanding to work with these teenagers. And I don't actually feel seen or appreciated by these teenage kids. Uh, like they are uh, guys. Uh, so these teenage guys, um, they constantly test me and I get like discouraged and kind of lose a little bit of hope each time I go to work because I, I, there are so many great parts about this work and so many great teenagers there that do appreciate me and do see me, but I don't know why, but I keep focusing on these troubled kids that don't seem to get me and don't seem to get that I want what's best for them and want to look after them with my feminine energy and want to help them heal their traumas and heal like, but they don't, they won't let me. And so I, I really feel that that's taking my power away because I want to be able to at least be there for them. But sometimes they don't even like having me around because I see through their bullshit and like, yeah, 
you, you, you know what I mean? So that's the, mm-hmm. that's the thing I'm trying to get away from. That's my main dilemma or issue I have in life at the moment. Cause I'm so happy with my, uh, like, with my dietary choices i'm so happy with where i live right now and i'm so happy with my health and like my vitality everything but just i want to be at a workplace where i feel appreciated and i don't buy these kids and i I really don't know how to like how to work with them and how to work from here Mm -hmm. do you have any insights on that well, you're you're putting yourself right into the trenches um, as a woman because that that is such a challenging position to take on for anybody dealing with with young adults um, who may have not been uh, granted the greatest upbringing and, and have a lot of different things going on and they're going through their own internal confusion. And I feel your your work with these with these young boys would be much easier and would be much more balanced if there was also a man beside you fulfilling his role in that position, which is clarity and discipline and structure and, and these other qualities that that a boy cannot really learn uh, from a woman or his mother even. Uh, these really need to be delivered from from male energy and it's very difficult for you as a woman if you're attempting to give your love forward and it's not being received that's one of the most harmful things that that women have to go through so in your attempt to to bring your love and your care to these young boys and as you said there many of them are not receptive to you they don't want it uh, that's very very testing over time and it can have you actually turn that part of your femininity down and start to resent it. And this is what happens so frequently. So I think it's good that you're, you're looking to possibly step out of that line of work for some time. Yeah, I will. I'll just try. And, I'm just trying to figure out what that is. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on it. I'm just... Uh, yeah, I'm taking in everything <laughs> that you just <laughs> said. Um, I'm also thinking about, uh, I mean, speaking about femininity and masculinity. Uh, do you mind if we jump into the next uh, question I had for you? Not at all. It's, it's up to you, however you'd like to do it. Yeah. Well, I read that women go through a 28-day phase of energy uh, or however you want to call it, while well, men have this 24-hour rhythm. So this forces men to behave, uh, women to behave as if we were men and then believe there's something wrong with us when we don't live up to the expectations of being these moneymakers and doers uh, during these 24 hours every day. Uh, because, I mean, it's pretty recently that women has started to uh, I mean, start to work as as men do. I mean, at home before we used to be at home cooking, cleaning, and just taking care of the kids. And now we're supposed to be women with all of these feelings and hormones and uh, all of these uh, emotions. And uh, we're also supposed to operate as like 
workers. We're supposed to work and uh, contribute to the society. And I don't really know how, like, where where is our place in the society? So, like, how do we women balance these feminine energies in this masculine world? By allowing your femininity turn this into a feminine world. So you don't have to figure out how to be here in a masculine way. Because femininity is actually bigger than masculinity. And also this world is feminine. What you're seeing is just the result of dysfunctional female energy and dysfunctional male energy running around right now. But also my question to you is, what does your heart want? What does your body want? What feels most nourishing to you as a woman of all those different jobs and those different ways of being that you listed? What feels the most uh, at ease for you? What oh, you're asking me? Yeah, what, what, would you, what would you like your role to be in that? I guess I always feel, since I know how it feels to be unseen and unheard, uh, coming from a like big family and, and stuff, uh, uh, I always I love it when I can uh, engage in a conversation with someone and make them feel seen and heard, and uh, when I can help other people heal who want to be healed, when I see people's progress or when I see people just getting better like I I just get so much energy from being around positive positivity and like seeing a positive change in people and just yeah I want to help people in that way but I don't know how (laughs) well you're 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 doing it you you basically spoke to your nature which is to nourish with love to transform with love to care for which is one of the most powerful gifts that that women have in a way that us as men, we just don't have it in that capacity. We have it in different ways. But the prolonged, consistent version of that is, is designed in you. And you speaking to that, you're already attempting to do that in your life in different ways, working with, with uh, young men, working with teenagers. And if that's what brings you so much energy, maybe not that direct situation itself, but you know that being of support to something greater than you, that that nourishes you and gives you energy and brings depth and meaning to your life. So move in that direction and look for that. Look to apply that everywhere you can. And what you will possibly have to come up with is other women trying to put you down for it. So why are you taking the supporting role? Why, why aren't you out there making your money and doing what you've got to do and, and being there competing with men and the jobs that he wants to do and, and all of that? Mm-hmm. I have so many women who have come to me over these years and they have been convinced and they have convinced themselves that they want to be out there competing in male jobs with men. And when we really get to the core of it, it's absolutely destroying her. And she does not want that. She wants to be in support of something beautiful. She wants to be the juice behind something beautiful. She wants to be the care behind something beautiful. So she doesn't even have to go out there and make all the decisions and look after everything because that starts to twist up your female energy. 
And I realize a lot of what I'm saying in this day and age is like throwing gasoline on, on a fire that's already pretty big. But I don't care because I'm here to speak to I'm here to speak to truth. I'm here to speak to the suffering that is so evident. And you sharing what you need and what nourishes you is so beautiful and nourishing for me as a man to hear it. Because it's so balancing to me and my side and how I function. And coming together, it can be such a beautiful completeness when we really allow ourselves to listen to that. So to go back to your question about uh, what was it, what can women do or what should women yeah, do? Yeah, how, how, how we balance these feminine energies in this masculine world, society. Mm-hmm. Stepping into all these masculine places and these masculine rooms and this masculine world, if that's what you assume it is, stepping into that, while bringing with you all of your femininity and refusing to turn yourself down, refusing to walk away from your own intelligence internally, which is your intuition, which is your ability to feel everything, which is your ability to bring unconditional love in the midst of everything so you can can transform it. Making that decision I see this masculine room, but I am not, I refuse to put my womanhood on the ground and walk away from it right now because it's needed in this room. If in every job where a man was working, we had a a healthy woman sitting beside that man, that man would do far better work. That man would have far better support. That man would not get caught up in his childishness and make ridiculous decisions out of ego because that intelligent, wise woman beside him would pull him back down to earth. Because she'd be reflecting him. And Tatiana, you, as you already know, are incredibly sensitive. Yeah, you're incredibly uh, feminine. And you have a lot of that abundance, but you carry a lot of fear in yourself and shakiness in yourself with that energy because you fear it, (laughs) because you're not sure if you're allowed to bring it forward. And you're trying to figure out, well, where am I allowed to bring it forwards and where am I not allowed to bring it forwards? Where will I be judged for it and where will I be loved for it? But that's all based on externals. You need to take back your own power as a woman on the planet and decide, make the decision that you're going to stay true to yourself. And if it means you've got to give everybody your tears, then give everybody your tears and watch how they soften. Yeah. Well, I, I actually... <laughs> actually have cried at work like three times <laughs> but 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 i i believe that um like thank you for saying all of these beautiful things i just i'm just amazed at how well you seem to get me and uh, understand this whole thing well you're you're showing me who you are <laughs> You're showing me who you are. It's not that I'm getting you. I'm just sitting still enough to actually be able to make contact with you. But you're telling me everything you're trying to tell me. Yeah. 
good that you're seeing that as a man. I think that's very healing to me as well. Because I've, I mean, I've, of course, I've met amazing men during my lifetime as well. But, but I mean, just yeah, you, mm, you see me so incredibly well. So it makes me just. Uh, I don't know. It's very, very healing, like I said. And um, yeah, I, I'll just, man, I'm speechless. Stop, <laughs> Thank stop, you. stop, stop doubting yourself. That's all I want to <laughs> say on that matter. Yeah. Stop, yeah. Do- stop doubting yourself because you doubt yourself a lot in these situations. And you, then you keep your mouth shut and you don't say what you really want to say because you don't trust yourself. But you don't get to make that decision (laughs) because whatever's put you here and whatever energy moves through you and whatever's keeping you alive here is so much more than just you. That's what you need to trust. That's what you need to let come forward. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can I also just say, like, I was... um I'm still actually, yeah, I I am trying to figure out how to use my feminine energy. And I I didn't actually even know that I was a feminine woman until very recently because I've always been a tomboy. I I was grown up uh, in a big family. We are four sisters and one brother. And I was the youngest of the sisters. And I always, like, I believe that when I... When I came into the family, there were already four women, including my mom then. Uh, so there were a lot of feminine energies. And I felt, I think I felt the need to compensate for these feminine energies in the family, within the family, by being so masculine and just being very observing. And, you know, I had this constant, like, sore throats I always had trouble speaking when I was a kid because I always had to scream to like to make myself heard felt like I couldn't like share so much of my feelings because it was all there were already so much feelings like all over the place so I kind of felt that I had to take a bit of a backseat in the emotional touchy-feely kind of uh, you know energy so I, I I took on the role of like being a masculine like un, unintentionally, I think, because then during my whole childhood, I, I believed that I was tomboy. I mean, I wore my brother's clothes and I <laughs> cut my hair short and, you know, I, I did all the rebellious things and I acted as if I was a like boy. <laughs> it was, it's just been a confusing time for me, like ever since I moved out from home, because we were a big family, like I said. And when I moved out of the house I was just confused like who am I first of all like what do I want to work with what do I want to do and 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 holy shit I have these feminine like feelings and energy like these stuff that I can't like I, I didn't even know what it was like these feelings coming up inside of me and I didn't know how to handle them I've started to like I've never been so balanced as I am right now and I've started to realize that like it has to start with me. Like I have to be in balance within myself to be able to balance this world. I have to balance my masculine energies and my feminine energies to be able to even work in this world. And 
it's pretty freaking amazing. I have to like, I, I just keep forgetting all the work I've done, like everything I've done to get here, every healing. I can't see that because the change has been so like slow. Uh, so I, I I haven't seen it and I haven't like really I don't know it, it's if I just think that I've felt like I've been alone in this in a way it would just feel good to you know maybe be seen like you said mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah beautiful yeah well thank you for sharing all of that yeah it was. Uh, I'm sorry if uh, it was a bit of a rant and <laughs> maybe got a bit, uh, I don't know, too personal or deep, but I, I just felt like uh, uh, maybe it had to be shared or maybe I got, sometimes I, I get insights from hearing myself speak when I talk. Sometimes it's healing because uh, it's like my throat chakra opens up and I just... Uh, hearing those words coming out is like, I, I, I accept who I am and I accept that this is me and I just speak without mm-hmm. even considering the consequence of my words. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. It will always keep you authentic. Yeah. So I feel that's a, that's a good way to approach it. Oh. Well, this is... Uh, yeah, it's just incredibly healing, and uh, I just want to say thank you. <laughs> um, of course, of course. Yeah. So, another—I mean, the last question I had uh, was like, how do we enjoy the moment while always wanting to expand and strive for more? <laughs> well, by stop trying to stray for more and being in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the most, uh, that's my most simplistic answer. It's, it's to, and I think I've, I've maybe said this or spoken about this in some different ways in the past, but we, we need to let go of all the distraction because we train ourselves to, to not be present. We train ourselves to, always be slightly to totally displeased with the moment and every moment becomes about planning for a future moment that doesn't exist and that has never happened yet so when you spoke about death and the fear of dying it's similar can you show up in the moment and absolutely surrender to and die to the moment as being the only thing that we have access to because it's the only thing that we have access to. Me sitting here with you and Jesper and engaging with you, nothing else is apparent in my reality right now. There is nothing else going on in me other than feeling the communication and feeling the ebb and the flow that's being created and that's transforming and it's doing its own little flips and cartwheels in different ways. Because the deeper we can become sensitive to the moment, the less we start looking around for things to to distract us with because the moment becomes so nurturing and so uh, nourishing and so nutritious and so blissful and so pleasurable and so orgasmic and all of that. So if we were to change our responsibility from having to do things and having to improve and having to expand, you'll never be able to satisfy any of those things. 
And instead, if we bring the focus into actually just connecting with the moment that we're in and connecting with our body in the moment, our breath in the moment, what we feel as it starts to trickle through our body in the moment, the little pulsations that we have, how our breath changes, how the muscles in the back of our neck start to soften. All these little things will keep us very connected to the deeper meaning of what a life actually is. And a life is incredibly uncomplicated. A life moves slowly. Life does not move as fast as everyone's running around. So in order to feel it, we actually have to be willing to get back in contact with it and to let go of everything that we're addicted to. And we need to stop being attracted to, to fantasy. Yeah. Because as long as we're, we're looking for those illusions and the glitteriness of everything, we, we miss the substance in life because we're being tricked. I think yeah, maybe just fully accept where we are at the moment. <laughs> you have no other choice. Yeah. You're here right now. And I'm here right now, and Jesper's here right now, and the people listening are just here right now. Nobody's throwing a parade for you. <laughs> no one's keeping a score on you. No one really even cares very much about you for the most part. Mm -hmm. And that's freeing. To know that is freeing. Yeah. Well, but why do we like linger? Like now, for example, I, I love how easy it was for me to share like these things with you, but I, I I'm keep thinking to myself now, did I share too much? Or like my head is a bit in the past. Like it's like, uh, I'm analyzing, like, uh, did I share too much? Did I like, share uh, now too much? I have this, uh, yeah, I have this feeling in my stomach. Like I, oh shit, like anxiety. I was like, oh my God, I, I just felt that I like completely uh, showed too much of myself or, or what I've, like my experience and I just, uh, yeah. So I'm living in the past instead of just accepting that, okay, this is what happened and this is where we are at right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like it's, in, we, yeah. It's not the past. It's the present. And you're feeling that in your stomach because this relating that's going on right now is triggering and moving and opening all patterns in you and, they're starting to become quite apparent in your body now. And that's the beauty of relating. That's the beauty of being able to communicate in this way with some people. So it's actually a service. And share too much for what? What, what did you share too much for? I don't know. Too much personal info? <laughs> I don't understand what that even means. This is a personal conversation. Right? This is an intimate, deep conversation. Um, but maybe it ties into your fear of, of being seen by certain types of people or too many people. Yeah, I think that that's, that's the thing. I, yeah, and being judged maybe. And Oh, you're, you're going to be judged. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. People always judge. I judge. We all judge. Well, these were the questions that I had, and I would love to hear Jasper and you talk a bit more. Um, I, I think I 
said I've talked a lot, but it's been good for me. So yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for your vulnerability and your honesty and all the things that you shared. Because not only is this healing to you, it's also possibly healing and supportive to other women and other other humans listening to this. Um, so yeah, thank you. I uh, totally honor where you're at and your your courage in stepping up and communicating yourself in the way that you're at. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> that was really nice. I've been just closing my eyes listening and yeah, it was very nice to just listen to you guys. <laughs> Sleepy. Um. <laughs> he was sleeping. <laughs> he just ate turkey and rice, so I, I think he was like in a food coma. <laughs> I just woke up now. No. <laughs> for some for for some reason, I I feel like we we talked you in or something. Like when you talk to <laughs> yeah. yeah, kind of. I feel very cozy. Jasper is um, our child. <laughs> yeah that's cool (laughs) no but uh nice um i I actually wrote a couple of things down while you were talking so i haven't been sleeping the whole time when you were talking about the masculine and feminine and the emotions that something that you do very good which tatiana mentioned is that you you are in touch with your feminine and you can listen and understand the feminine very well and that's something that i i I really can't relate to have trouble with that sometimes i think i don't take maybe i'm using the wrong words now but i'm not taking the woman serious enough or her emotions serious enough i'm kind of like because there's drama from every little thing well i Um, i i would say that you're actually taking her emotions too serious mm -hmm. yeah but i feel like everything sometimes it can be the smallest thing uh, becomes a very big thing like oh i i bought the wrong knife for our kitchen but that's just an example that happened <laughs> and then she gets we can get very upset about that but then i get something underlying okay. that- <laughs> well, well i i, I just want to i want to speak to that scenario because if you as if you as a man come home with the wrong knife and it causes her to freak out, it's not about the fucking knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, obviously not. <laughs> but <laughs> what I'm saying, how when like if, a scenario like that, I would be like, it's just a knife. Like um, we've spoken about this before. I would probably tell her to chillax, and she would get get even more dramatic. Oh my god! Oh, Jasper! Yeah, me? I know, I know, I know, I know. That's the worst thing you can do. So, um, so, you, so, if I'm understanding you right, you should just let her be super upset about the knife. <laughs> I sound like an idiot now. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's upset. Trying. You know what, <laughs> Jasper? She's upset because you didn't listen to what kind of knife she wanted in the first place. She didn't pay attention to her. That's why she's upset mm-hmm. because of the freaking knife. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, just because uh, I don't want to make her emotions small, but sometimes I feel like it's. I just feel like I do, I'm just like I don't. 
get why you're so upset. Or I, I can't really, I, I just sound like a douche when I say it, but I feel like I don't, I just don't care. Why, why, how can you be so like, and then that frustrates me because I want to be obviously kind, but I don't feel kind because I don't really respect her being that emotional, which I, I kind of want to do, but I don't know how to. That makes you, sense. you you don't have to care about her emotions but the fact that you're in the room with her and you spend time with her means that you should care about her you don't have to listen to the emotions you just have to be there and allow her to feel through it and to feel like you actually see her and to feel like you're actually being there of support to her because she also probably doesn't really care about the emotions and I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that. She's venting. She's moving. It's, she's having sex just in a different way. And it's, it's just what's real for her in that moment. And by you actively coming across as what you call a douchebag or you relating with her in a way where you're trying to have her chillax, you're basically, you're basically shutting down her womanhood in all areas not just in that moment and in that expression. Not only are you saying, hey, be less emotional right now because I don't like it. You're also saying, hey, be less orgasmic when I'm making love to you. You're shutting her down on all corners. So you care about her, I assume. <clears throat> yeah, but the thing is, if I just let her just kind of like tell me like, oh, you're an idiot, you should have bought this night, la, 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 la. Like, am I just going to take her shit? No, because she's like she's like like calling me things or just being like yeah being mean to me. Should I just be, yeah be emotional? I'm just gonna let you do whatever you want because you need to express your emotions. And I <laughs> I don't know where where can you draw the line or should you just let her express whatever and let her tell you whatever? Well, we're dealing with a very uh, fabricated situation here and if it's gotten to that extent where the woman who you are being loving with and who you both care for in your life is calling you stupid and an idiot for the fact that you don't have a life then no you don't need to stay there you need to look at the related because in my relating and in the past few years the the people and the humans who i've been engaging with no one has called me an idiot because they're supposed to love me <laughs> So that's not something you do to someone who you love. And if you as a man are sitting there and a woman is making it incredibly personal in a sense that your partner is, is calling you horrendous things that, that you just have no desire to be at the other end of, then yes, get up and walk out because you don't deserve that. And she needs to exercise a little bit more consciousness around how she chooses to express what's going on in her body. So, yeah, some of that needs to be corrected through communication. But you see, the situation you're giving me, that situation comes at the end of being unconscious for a hell of a long time with one another. That is not the beginning trend of something occurring. So it's difficult for me to speak to that in any way other than shut it down and leave. Because it's abusive. If someone is abusing another person, I'm not saying, hey, be more conscious and accept it. No, you, you leave. So you might have to ask a different type of question for me to be able to speak to the more uh, subtle subtleties of this. But what I feel you saying is 
a woman gets emotional again i'm using your words here for me it's just a woman being a woman um which is beautiful and it's a necessity for all the things that i need a woman in my life for as a man so she's being emotional and you don't like it so then go be with a man yeah well i i think you're i i, I don't have a problem at all with women being emotional or being um i'm talking about when it gets too much like i can have women crying being dramatic and i i, I like that it's nice See, you you man you, have you, but, you but it's like wait 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 a moment yeah yeah, yeah. you need to stop referring to women as dramatic <laughs> because every woman listening to this call and when you when she hears you say dramatic she already chooses to dislike you <laughs> i mean yeah i mean the i think it's i'm just bad with using words well get it's better not that I, yeah um hold hold yourself accountable for your side of the of the communication yeah yeah so how would you rephrase it and i'm not doing this by the way to pick on you or like to make it difficult for you but it's a good opportunity to clarify some things <clears throat> yeah i i don't really know what i'm trying to ask <laughs> i just feel confused but um uh So there's a woman feeling a lot in your presence. Well, yeah, obviously. Uh, but um I mean right now I don't have any uh, issues um with uh, with any woman in my life, but I've had before. Um and uh, it has mostly been uh yeah, I guess the problem has been that uh, when she it's usually been when when the person has been intoxicated or drunk and then they've been kind of name calling me things calling me nasty stuff and i've just been standing there and being like okay okay you think i'm an idiot you think i'm a terrible person and i'm not really i'm not doing anything back to her not that, but then eventually the last time she did that i told her maybe you're overreacting and i told her that on another call and obviously she freaked out even more then or and then <laughs> Or, and then or or maybe you should be more respectful to yourself and not be with women who get drunk and start hurling abuse at you. Yeah, that's what I realized after the relationship and I ended that relationship and now I don't have any bad relationships with women since I ended it with her. Great. So, that was good for me. Um and that's what I'm that's what I mean by by when I say dramatic women I was talking about that woman not women in general um yeah yeah thanks again tatiana so so much for coming on and being so personal and vulnerable mm-hmm. thank you it's been it's been very very enjoyable and beneficial to many i i hope thank you i hope so too and uh, i love like thank you for this opportunity and uh yeah i've learned a lot and uh I really appreciate you guys both the Jasper and Chris. So, yeah, all love to you. Much love right back. <laughs> Thank you. Sweet. So, let's end it there and uh, we'll uh, we'll be back with another guest next week. Um, or next month or whatever i don't know how we release these <laughs> um so yeah stay tuned and thank you so much for, 
for listening. 